Hi, and welcome to the Finding Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Case Guide Honor, and in this podcast, I want to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone, go after your dreams, and lean into what makes you uniquely you. I am going to empower you to take bold action and to embody your most confident self. Let's step into our power together. Hi guys, welcome to the Finding Your Power podcast. This is my first episode. I'm so excited, a little bit nervous. I've never been on a podcast before or recorded one, so this is my first time and I'm really excited. But today, I just kind of wanted to introduce myself, tell you a little bit about my story, specifically all about my journey and following my passion and finding my purpose. And I also just wanted to welcome you in if you're listening and thank you for joining because I have wanted to create a podcast for a long time, mainly because I want to find a platform where I could be a little more vulnerable and share my thoughts and feelings and experiences in hopes that it could help someone out. But I hope you enjoy it and please let me know if you have any ideas on what types of episodes I should create. I would love the feedback. But yeah, let's just dive right in. So my name is K-Sky Donner. My real name is Kaylee Sky, but everyone calls me either K-Sky or Sky. And I am currently living in North Carolina with my husband, Luke. We actually just moved up here about a week and a half ago, and we were living in my hometown of Macon, Georgia. We've been living there for about, I want to say like a year and three months. So we actually moved to New Zealand right before COVID hit, and we were planning on living in New Zealand for two years because that's where my husband is from. And when we were in New Zealand, COVID started happening and I was worried that I I wouldn't get my work visa in time. And if I didn't get my work visa because of COVID pausing things, that meant I wouldn't be able to sustain myself. I wasn't sure how long it would last and everything was just really unknown. So we packed up about a month after we got there and headed back to Georgia and moved in with my parents, which was kind of like a wild, crazy experience because had not lived at home, I want to say since I had graduated from university and I didn't even go to university in my hometown. So I hadn't lived at home since I was 18 and I was 25 at the time. I'm 27 now. And So now I moved in with my parents, with my husband, and it was actually so much fun. Um, Our whole neighborhood kind of got really close, and we really just hung out all the time because we couldn't go to work when we were in that lockdown, and we did lots of yoga together, and we got to cook good meals, and we had dance parties, and the blessing behind it was I hadn't spent a lot of one-on-one time with my parents or my brothers in a really long time and although it was a it was a hard time because of COVID and all the complications that come come along with that I was very very blessed to have a home to go home to and a family that was happy to have me home and take me in and my husband so 
I just feel really grateful for that whole period of time. And my family is already super, super close, but we just really became best friends. And that was just um, a fun, crazy, scary, emotional period of time. And eventually, like any 25-year-old, married 25-year-old would, you know, I started craving my own space. And so Luke and I decided to move out and get our own apartment. We wanted to live with my parents at first for multiple reasons. One, I really missed them and was wanting to spend more time with them. Two, save a little money. And three, we did not realize um, at the time that COVID was such a long-term thing. So we kind of were expecting to go back to New Zealand, but obviously that did not work out. So I ended up getting my real estate license and I want to say it took me about three to four weeks to get it, but I was like, cramming it in because my mom is a realtor and she desperately needed some help because the market was just crazy and because I was home it just kind of made sense to get my license and so I (laughs) crammed it all in and took the state real estate test there's actually two tests you need to take but um the state one is like the hard one and by a freaking miracle, I passed it. I still have no idea how I passed it, but I did. And I got licensed like immediately and went straight into work, working for my mom 40 hours a week, but also trying to make a name for myself in real estate as well. And while I was doing this, my younger brother decided that he wanted to create a merch company. And he basically what happened is we ended up linking up and became business partners and we were just going to split the risk 50 50 split the profits 50 50 and split a lot of um the work he was going to do the marketing side of things and i was kind of going to handle the back end customer service everything else that really goes along with running a merch company and i should do another episode on like running a clothing merch company because it would probably be really interesting. But if that is something that interests you, please let me know. So anyways, we linked up to create a merch company called Balu. And this was around the time I was studying for the real estate exam. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think our first drop was the day after, it was either a day or two days after I got accepted or I got licensed as a realtor. So it was like, boom, boom, boom. And we were up for hours printing off labels for shipping, packing the packages, shipping everything out. I mean, I think I would like go work real estate from eight to five and then, or nine to five. And then I would work like five to midnight packing and shipping things. So it was like a really crazy time, but I loved it. I love the merch company so much because I was also doing the customer service, the social media, and I was just able to connect to so many amazing people. And it really felt like a big community and a family. And that is something I just kind of needed during this time of COVID and everything just being so unknown. So it was actually a really 
a really amazing thing that happened. And I'm so grateful that my brother even considered me to bring me on to his project and make me his partner. So while I was doing real estate and working for my mom, I was also running the merch company. And I think just eventually I started wanting to only do the merch company. It was growing. I was excited. It felt like a bigger mission, a a bigger purpose. I felt passionate about it. I felt like I was, you know, just able to give back and connect. And it was just so fun. And then real estate, you know, I was making really good money in real estate. I was working with the best of the best because my mom is a top realtor where we live. And I was just really, really blessed to also have such an amazing mentor. I mean, you when you start off in real estate, it is such a grind. So if you're able to have a mentor who is willing to kind of show you the ropes and help you out a little bit, it is just like a game changer. But I will say she really threw me in the deep end. So um, because she was so busy, she didn't have much time to actually train me. So I was definitely thrown in the deep end. But I just found myself gravitating towards Balu, the merch company. And I really wanted to do that full time. But obviously, financially, um, real estate was what was really like keeping my financials me supported because the merch company we weren't taking any money from it we were just funneling it all back in and I will say if you are running some sort of company where you have products you have to have a lot of cash flow because you have to really pump everything back into business to the business to keep purchasing the products and um, everything that goes along with it so anyways eventually I decided that I wanted to cut back on real estate and pour more into the merch company. And around November, December, I discovered, this sounds kind of silly, but I really did discover self-development. Like I was getting into it. I think I first started hearing about self-development, manifestation, mindset, all of these practices like developing healthy habits and routines in July, but it really kicked in in November. And I mean, I was on fire. I was waking up at 5 a.m. I was doing like a three-hour morning routine. I don't think that's necessary, but before I went into real estate, it just really set me up because, you know, working as a realtor is very stressful. You are handling a lot of... um, big problems that come up throughout the day and this is usually people's largest purchase of their life you know their house so it's just high emotions and I just needed to be really set up well so I was like waking up at 5 a.m going to the gym and then I'd come home and I'd journal and I would meditate and then I would read a self-development book cook breakfast, do some breath work. I mean, I was just all about it. And then I would get ready, go to work, and then come home and work on Balut. And so around that time, I was also just starting to feel like I wanted to offer more to Balu, the merch company. And I talked to my brother and I had this idea to create a course. And the course was going to be called find your power. It was going to be all about just setting yourself up to live the most fulfilled life 
in whatever way works for you. And I really wanted to help younger women or um, any women, in fact, step into their power, their confidence, and just really start to believe in themselves and go after what it is they want. And I think a lot of times, you know, when you're in stressful situations, you kind of put yourself and your dreams and your desires and your maybe even your mental health on the back burner. And I think just with COVID and everything like that, I was just seeing such a need for people to give back to themselves. And also, since I had just gotten into self-development, it literally changed my life. And I was like, holy cow, Does how did I not know about all these practices? How did I you know, go, (laughs) how did I go so long without finding out about this? And I just really wanted to provide that for other people. So I talked to my brother about it. He was like, this is amazing. I think this is really going to be helpful to people. So I created a course called Find Your Power. And that's why I wanted to name this podcast Finding Your Power because it's just a full circle moment. And it's a full circle moment because the reason I became a life coach quit real estate, a very lucrative job to pursue life coaching is honestly because of this course that I got to create with my brother. It was a two-week course and I think about maybe 150 to 200 girls signed up and it was amazing. Like we had a huge Facebook group where we all connected. They had journal prompts, workbooks, videos. We, I mean, I was hopping on Zoom calls with people I'd never met before, you know, just kind of trying to be a mentor. Essentially, I was just coaching. I was doing exactly what I do now. And it lit me up. I could not believe that I had gone so long without realizing that the thing I want to do simply is for my job is just to support other women and people. Like I I could not believe that you could work and have a job by helping make other people happy and successful and fulfilled in whatever way works for them. I just was mind blown. And This course really, really got my mind thinking about what it is I really wanted for my life. And so that is sort of my journey to where I am today and how I got to becoming a life coach. So obviously I was still a realtor. I still had deals under contract. I still had um, obligations to my mom. And so I start started to slowly taper things down and at this point I didn't even know life coaching was really a job I just knew that real estate wasn't for me so although like the course got the gears moving in my head about what I should do next or what I'm really meant to do I actually don't think I connected the dots that this was a job so Essentially what happened is, I think it must have been in March, I've got it written down somewhere, I went into a bit of like a spiral, like I was just really down. I'm usually a pretty happy person, I'm pretty like emotionally like level, I'm I'm just really a happy person, like genuinely I'm, I'm very positive and happy, I'm a, I'm a cup all the way full type gal and So it really 
kind of knocked me down a lot because it, it honestly scared me. So I was kind of spiraling down and um, I, di- I didn't know how to deal with it. And so I ended up... Okay, you guys, I'm sorry to interrupt the episode really quick, but I just wanted to let you know that I have created a one-week reset challenge, and I'm so excited because this challenge is truly going to help you create better habits, implement an actionable routine, and connect you to your intuition on a deeper level, and it's only going to be one week. So if you've been feeling at all like a little stuck or maybe unmotivated or even a little lost, then I really think this challenge is for you. And we kick off the challenge on September 12th. I'm so excited and I will have even more juicy details for you soon. But for now, let's just get back to the episode. Eventually deciding to go to a very expensive hotel for the weekend with my husband and splurge out order room service just have a really sweet like sexy weekend with my husband and I was like this is what I need I just need a break and then I will get back on my feet well I got home and I'll go into I'll go into these details in more in another episode, but essentially what happened is I got home and I felt even worse. So I did this challenge that I made up. It was, I called it the two week reset challenge. And essentially I took off as much work as I could, which I know isn't possible for everyone, but I worked it out where I took off work as much work as I could off my plate. And I wrote out, Um, a list of things that would be good and nourishing for my soul, my body, and my mind. And I, and they're essentially like kind of little habits in each, in each of those categories. And I made a deal with myself that I was not, I was not going to look at my social media accounts for two weeks. I was going to watch no TV for two weeks and I was going to complete every single habit that I had set for my mind, body, and spirit. And I did it. I kept the promise to myself and it completely transformed my life. I connected with my intuition. I felt like a completely new person. I had more confidence. I mean, I could just go on and on and I'm actually going to make an whole nother episode about it because it really did shift so many things for me and within that two weeks essentially what happened is I decided to quit my job I decided to enroll in a wellness health coaching school so I could get certified and I hired a business coach and it was very scary because it was a huge investment and obviously I was quitting real estate at a very crazy time where you know, you're making lots and lots of money. And it, I want to say it was a tough decision, but truly because I had those two weeks to clear my mind and focus on my intuition and what it was telling me, it actually was pretty easy. And so I quit. I quit real estate and I wrapped up all of my, like everything with my own clients with real estate. And I started life coaching and I seriously have not looked back. And I don't want to say it's been like the smoothest ride or it's been 
like just rainbows and butterflies and really easy because you know every job every career um, has its ups and and its downs but for the most part I am just so lit up inspired by my clients and so passionate about this job like I feel like it's exactly what I was meant to be doing. I feel like I've been doing it my whole life with my friends and acquaintances. I just feel like I've been coaching my whole life. And so although it hasn't been like the easiest, smoothest ride, it's definitely been the best decision. And if I can encourage you to do anything today or if you're even listening to this, it would be to take some time to really figure out what you want. It's never too late and you can be, do, and have anything you want. And that's what I really, really try to work with my clients on. This is our one life that we know of and I just think it's so important to realize that we have a choice. For the most part, we really do have a choice. And this past weekend, my my cousin, who's very young, unexpectedly passed away. She was actually dancing on the dance floor, and the last thing she said was, I choose joy. And, sorry. And, um, this was very recent, and... It's been really hard, but I'm so grateful that um, that the good thing that came out of this, if you can even say that, is it was such a slap in the face to we don't know how long we have here and we need to go after what it is we want and we need to love and spread love and really just focus on what it is that is important to us and that differs from person to person it might not even be your job that's important to you it could be completely outside of that it could be a you know your hobbies outside of your job or it could be you know like a specific group of people or a place whatever it is we owe it to ourselves to find out what lights us up from the inside out and go for it because life is so so precious and so short so I feel like (laughs) um I'm off on a tangent but I just am really grateful because I feel like this podcast is at the very least going to be sort of like a journal or a diary for me, a place I can express myself and be vulnerable and hopefully encourage you guys, whoever is listening to this, to be courageous and bold and vulnerable and go after your freaking dreams. And I am in your corner. So I'm sending you all so much love Thank you so much for listening to this first episode. I know it was a little bit all over the place. I promise you I'll get myself together and have a nice and structured um, episode that comes out next. But anyways, lots of love and stay safe.